Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. I get so excited to record these episodes after I write the timeline. And I've mentioned this before, but I do not pick up the mic until I feel like I have something to give to you guys. And I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today because obviously I wanted to give you guys an episode, but nothing was really coming to my mind except for giving you guys reminders of things that I needed to be reminded of. So I felt like it was important to kind of talk about little things that I keep reminding myself throughout the week that has really helped me stay on track with my goals, really keep a positive mindset, not be so hard on myself, and you guys know I've been on this fitness journey and this career journey for a while and I'm super in this like go-getter era of my life and with that and like grind culture and stuff comes a lot of negative self-talk, comes a lot of discipline, lack of motivation, ups and downs and I know that a lot of you guys are also in this time of your life. I feel like my podcast is really a space for like maybe people in their 20s or their early 30s and you're trying to just create something in your life or change your life and even if you're older or younger I'm not saying that this can't relate to you but I feel like rather than even saying age actually I just mean like whatever era of your life you're in is probably similar to mine because a lot of episodes I talk about how to reach your goals how to set goals how to stay motivated so I'm just going to assume that whatever it is in your life that you're going through right now, you're trying to better yourself. And sometimes with that, I'm sure you know, you run into things along the way where you need encouragement. And sometimes you need someone to just sit down and tell you exactly what you need to hear. And even I want to do this episode because it's going to help me remember these things. I always have said this, but when I record an episode, most of the time it's a therapy session for me. Like put yourself in my shoes. I'm sitting in my room right now. I'm alone. This time for me when I record is really important to me and I'm going to tell you guys things that I'm actually really just like telling myself. So that's what today's episode is. Of course, we have to get into all of my little segments, but I just wanted to give the intro and I feel like this title might be a little bit confusing, so I wanted to explain that, but let's get into it. My first obsession of the week, my not so typical obsession is actually my bedding. And if you keep up to date with my vlogs, you'll see in the video that I posted today, I redid my entire bed. And now that I'm an adult, 
well, I like to think of myself as an adult. I'm 24 and I have a career. I live on my own. I live with my boyfriend. I have a dog. Like I feel like I'm a mature adult. And the more of an adult I feel, the money that I have usually goes towards like home things or like food and experiences. I just feel like the way that I spend my money as an adult is so different. And this week, I just had this realization where I was like, I need to spend my money on having a really nice bed that's almost like a hotel or like something I want to come to at the end of the night that like makes me feel happy. The duvet insert that I've been using is literally a Target dorm room insert that I've had for years and it was just time to upgrade. So this past week I went to Target. I actually went to Crate and Barrel first and I looked at some of the inserts at Crate and Barrel and West Elm and all those like nicer high-end stores and I just couldn't do it. Like especially when I make a decision to buy something for the first time, usually I like go and walk in and I like look at the price and then I leave with nothing. Like this happens so much. It's really hard for me to spend my money on myself. I'm not sure why. Um, but I have to like really, really think about purchases before I actually go through with it if they're expensive. But after doing some research and stuff, I realized that Target has kind of like a dupe for these inserts. So yeah, obviously I went with the Target one. I think it was like $100 or something. So it was like half the price of the ones that I looked at before. But it's not even really just like the item that I'm say saying is my not your typical obsession. It's more just spending money or time or like investing in yourself and things that make you feel good this entire week I can honestly say I was way more excited to go to bed and what kind of fueled this want for this purchase was when I went out of town I think it was like a week and a half or two weeks ago with my friends from my management team we stayed at this really nice Airbnb and the room that I got to stay in had such a nice bed and specifically what I kept thinking about was how fluffy the insert was like it was almost like sleeping in a marshmallow and I had to recreate that feeling because every night that we were all like hanging out I was kept thinking in my head that I was so excited to go sleep in the bed which honestly never happens my entire life every single time I went on like a sleepover or had to like sleep over at a friend's house after a party or something I would just like dread going to sleep because I don't fall asleep really easily especially if I'm not comfortable if like there's not a fan in the room, if it's hot in there, if I'm not wearing a comfy outfit, if I'm like in an unfamiliar place. Anyway, it was just like so random that I kept really wanting to sleep there. So I left and I was thinking about it and I was like, it was definitely that bedding. So why not create that in my own home? Plus again, I was using the most beaten down thin duvet insert that I got like a couple years ago that was super affordable, which there's nothing wrong with that. I just wanted this specific area of my life I wanted to invest in. And with that, I also want to mention if you are listening and you have your own space, you can take time to decorate your space. I feel like when I first moved into my first place, especially even like in college, I feel like all my friends were redoing their room and I felt like I had to spend my money on that. And I'm just here to say like, there's no rush. This will be the first reminder of the episode there's no rush. There's no timeline. You don't have to do something because other people are doing it. You don't have to fit your timeline into what their timeline is. And this is really important, I think, for home stuff because if you're on social media as much as I am, I'm constantly seeing like these beautiful homes and I'm contributing to that issue. I totally know, especially like 
I'm literally talking about this as my not so typical obsession. And if you watch my YouTube videos, my Instagram, TikToks, like I definitely show my home stuff because I'm proud of it and I'm so excited for the space that I've like created. But I also want to remind you guys that it took me a long time. I've been saving up for these furniture things and decor for years. I used to work at a home decor store, so I got a lot of like discounted stuff. I've saved a lot of stuff. I've used stuff from like my parents' house. I've gotten stuff off of OfferUp. Like it's been a journey to get my home the way I want it and it's still so far from what I want. So it's just like a reminder that sometimes we see things on social media and then we compare ourselves even when it's as little as like a home decor TikTok. So I don't know why I just like went off on that tangent, but I remember many times in my life feeling like less than or not good enough because I didn't have like a really cute room or I was taking longer to decorate my home other than like other YouTubers and stuff like that. So that is my first reminder of the episode. And plus, sometimes it's like good to remember that we're just in a different stage of life as so many other people. Like maybe if you're listening to this episode and you've ever compared yourself to like my home decor, like how established you feel like my life is I have a dog and I moved into a home like things like that just know like I'm in a different place in my life than you we're all in our own journeys and we're all in different chapters of every book like that is such a cheesy analogy but it's honestly true and I feel like it might help you and it doesn't matter what chapter you're on because you're always going to get to where you want to get you just have to stay the course and don't compare yourself to where other people are at but Moving on, my not-so-typical dislike. I'm going to throw you a curveball. I actually don't have one this week. And I would probably in the past maybe like create a not-your-typical dislike just to like really keep the segments going. But honestly, I don't want to create any negativity out of nothing because honestly, I had such a good week. My mom came into town. I took the weekend off and like the beginning of the week, I didn't vlog. I fully rested. We went to a bunch of restaurants, fully enjoyed time. Not to say that I don't enjoy time when I'm like vlogging or posting for you guys, but it is nice sometimes to fully shut your work brain off. And I really don't think that I've done that in a really long time. So especially after like going on like that influencer trip, it was really nice to just hang out with my mom, talk about things that didn't have anything to do with like the social media world and just spend time with family. It was really fun. We played pickleball with JC and Leif on Tuesday, which was so fun. It's like definitely a new hobby of Hunters and I. Every single day since we've played, Hunters like, do you want to go play pickleball? Do you want to go play pickleball? So I see a lot of pickleball in our future, which I'm not mad about because it was so fun. But yeah, it was just like the most chill week. And yeah, I have no dislikes of this week. So we're leaving it at that. My word of the week for next week is going to be patience. And the reason why is because I just want to be patient with myself and this kind of area of my life that I'm in because I keep talking about this every week. I'm really trying to find a balance between saying yes to hanging out with people, maybe people pleasing, saying yes to things that maybe I don't really want to do just because I want to please other people or even with social media like maybe putting myself first and not always feeling like I have to reach deadlines and yeah I want to be professional and all of that but also just really like getting in tune with what I need and what I want because 
I'm really trying to find that balance and I have been for the past honestly month or even from when I first moved to California and I can honestly say I haven't really found that yet like I've seen glimpses of it and I felt really good certain weeks but sometimes I feel like it's either a super hectic week or a super chill week and I can't really find that medium so I'm just going to be patient with myself and not like put pressure on myself to find that feeling. I don't have it all figured out. I moved to a new state. I haven't found like a exact routine that works for me and doesn't burn me out socially or physically or work-wise. So I'll get there. I just want to be patient, patient with myself. And last little update and then we'll get into the episode. But I freaking hit 1 million downloads on this podcast. If you follow me on TikTok, you've already seen this because Hunter and I went to the beach and celebrated. But I just can't even put into words how grateful I am for you. If you listen to this podcast, like you truly get to see a side of me that one, I was scared to post online and two, is super vulnerable. So the fact that you continue to show up for me and listen every single week is just insane. And it's totally not about a number for me. I would be happy with any number. It's just a milestone that I really wanted to celebrate because I think it's a huge chapter in the journey of this podcast and I promise you guys like eventually we're going to do things in person like maybe workout classes and things like that because I really want to connect with you guys like one-on-one and face-to-face so yeah I just had to say thank you it just means so much to me so with all that out of the way let's get into the topic of the episode reminders that I definitely needed to hear I still need to hear constantly so we're going to start off with the first one which is the topic of weight fluctuation. So trigger warning, if you don't want to hear about weight, just skip forward a couple of minutes. But for me, I'm constantly changing. My motivation is going up and down. My interests are going up and down. Some weeks I have visitors in town. Some weeks I can focus more on my fitness journey and things like this. So I'm constantly changing and I'm not just always going to be on this like trajectory of perfection because no one is and that's not realistic. So I don't put any type of like need for looking perfect because my life isn't perfect. And I also don't even know what quote unquote perfect is because it doesn't exist. You know, like our society makes us feel like there are certain things that are considered perfect and like quote-unquote body goals and things like that where it's like that's society's idea of perfection that's not even my idea of it so I had this realization a couple of years ago that I just want to feel good that's what's important to me and I don't want to feel negative when I look in the mirror certain weeks and I don't want to feel like I have hold my value in my weight so that's just something about me and my personal journey with health and fitness and just the reminder that I want to give myself is that weight fluctuation happens and it's normal. Sometimes we're more bloated. Sometimes we're on our period. Sometimes we're in different areas of our lives and it happens. So for me, I just have to give myself that reminder that I'm so much more than what my weight is. My weight going up and down doesn't matter. It's not what drives me with health and fitness. What drives me is feeling good. And if I do wake up and I don't feel good and there's certain things in my life that have been causing me not to feel good, then that's where I add in those little habits that help me feel better. And for me, it's just a more positive way of looking at life because I can just add in things that really get me to my goal. 
And yeah, before we keep going, I want to talk really quickly about the sponsor of today's podcast, which is Upside. You guys, when I found out about this app, I genuinely thought it was too good to be true. But if you're someone who's like me and you cringe at high restaurant bills or gas prices and stuff like that, then this is the app for you. Upside helps me personally earn cash back. You guys know Hunter and I love going to restaurants and we honestly spend a lot of money in that department. So this app was honestly a lifesaver. I'm so happy that I found out about it. Literally, all you have to do is download the free app in the app store. It's called Upside. Next, you just claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You click check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and then you get paid. It's that easy. It's that simple. It's not too good to be true. In comparison to credit cards, rewards, loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have their 4.8 star rating on the App Store. You guys can actually download the free Upside app and use promo code TYPICAL to get $5 off or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code TYPICAL. Thank you Upside for sponsoring today's podcast and let's get back into it. So the second one that I want to talk about is having the periods of your life that are less productive is okay. And having those days where maybe you wake up in the morning and you thought it was going to be a super productive day, you made your bed, you did your skincare, you felt like it was going to just like be such a good day because you set yourself up for success and then it went downhill and that can mean something different for everyone. Maybe you were aiming to eat healthier meals that day and you didn't or maybe you were aiming to go to the gym that day and you didn't. Maybe you were trying to get all your work done and by the end of the day, things came up and you couldn't. Things like that happen. That's literally called life. Like we are not meant to be perfect. And also life would be so boring if every single day was perfect. If we never got thrown curveballs, it would be so boring. So at least think of it in that way. I was just talking to my family this week about Coco because like having a big dog is really hard and it's a huge responsibility. And we freaking love Coco. We think she is the best dog. We think she is so funny. She's brought so much happiness into our life. But we're not going to lie and say it was easy. It was actually extremely hard. And we have thought this from the beginning and we still feel like this. But we definitely got one of the hardest dog breeds. Having a double doodle is so extremely hard. She's so smart to the point where she literally outsmarts us. She's very stubborn. She is growing so fast. She's a huge dog, so much energy, like extremely dependent on us because she's a quarantine puppy and it's just been like a huge struggle, but in the way of it being a learning curve, not her. Like we freaking love her. She's the cutest thing ever. Like I literally miss her the second I leave the house. And so I was talking to my family about this this week because my aunt is like a huge dog person and we were just kind of going on and on about how we definitely got such a hard breed and i was just like okay let's think of it in a different way though like maybe having this heart of a breed and this heart of a dog to take care of and hunter and i being new dog parents and having to learn all this stuff is at least teaching us how to be more mature maybe it's preparing us for when we want to have kids one day if we choose to or it's like setting us up for other learning skills in our life that we can use for the rest of our lives. So I don't know. I just had that realization where I was like, okay, I need to stop thinking of it as, well, life would have been so much easier if we would have just went with like a smaller dog. Because first of all, life is always greener on the other side. And most likely we just would have had a million different 
things that were hard, you know, like losing her or like having to be super careful because she's so small and all of these things. So one, life is always greener on the other side. And two, it doesn't matter because we can't go back in time and we don't want to. We love Coco. We're so happy with our dog. And there's definitely been moments where we're like, oh my gosh, like should my dad live with us and help us take care of her? And like, we need to go to like dog training and stuff, but it's like, we'll figure it out. And it's teaching us life lessons that we will carry into the rest of our lives. So this just goes back to saying that it's okay to have setbacks. Like the trajectory of life is not going to be perfect. So you have to accept that and try and turn every single situation into a positive one. And that's just like the way that I feel like I've become more successful and had this more positive outlook on life because I'm not gonna say positive outlook I definitely have my moments where I like spiral into negativity it's like naturally how my brain is wired but at least catching it and spinning it and turning it into something positive has helped me um the next one is you don't need to people please and I never really saw like people pleasing as a bad thing because I was like, oh, obviously you're helping people. You're constantly saying yes. You're showing up for other people. It's a good trait. But if you look at the big picture, sometimes I feel like when I'm a people pleaser, I'm almost like doing the opposite to to myself. I'm not being in tune with myself. I'm not following through with what I genuinely need, which at the end of the day, the way that I treat myself and all of the focus I put on myself is what's going to make me the better person at the end of the day because I'm not going to burn myself out and I'm being genuine to who I am. So now I see people pleasing as this negative thing where I'm almost like contradicting everything else that I stand up for, like focusing on yourself, showing up as your best self, doing things in your best interest so that you can show up for other people. Because again, like the analogy, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to pour or you have to be a full cup to give other people what they need, you know? So if you're constantly saying yes, you're constantly pouring out your cup and draining yourself for other people, at some point you're going to get to this point where you don't have anything left to give and it's not even beneficial anymore. Whereas if you would have focused on yourself and given out of your cup when you could, it's going to result in such a better outcome. So just keep that in mind. Like if people are asking you to hang out and you are burnt out, just either be real about it and say, honestly, I don't have like the social battery right now. I really need to focus on myself. I'd love to see you, but this is just something I'm, I'm going through personally, so I, I have to decline or can we do it next week? You know, like there's ways to say things too that you obviously don't want to like shut anyone out or something like that, but pouring from an empty cup is never going to work out. So we have to find a way to put ourselves first and not people please. At least I definitely have to. And I think that's what I did this week. Like I fully knew what I needed and I followed through with it and this is the first week I didn't have a not your typical dislike so obviously it works so that's the third one the fourth one is your mindset is absolutely everything the way that you view life is the life that you live and I constantly have to remind myself of this even with little random things like it's super similar to the TikTok trend that's going around 
where you put a quote on the screen with a picture of you and then it goes to another picture of you from like your childhood that has a quote that like contradicts what you said so for example i would do something like oh like nobody is watching my youtube videos and then it would go to a picture of me younger being like oh my gosh you have a youtube channel so it's obviously the way that you look at things that kind of changes your perspective and i constantly have to remind myself to shift my perspective in that sort of way because it's so easy to get caught up in those little things randomly day to day that just like mess up your day honestly like yesterday hunter went to la because it was his friend's best it was his best friend's birthday and we have one car so when he goes to la i'm pretty much stuck at the house with coco unless like we can walk somewhere and i really wanted to go to spin yesterday so he dropped me off and i was like oh just like walk home it's really not that big of a deal like i thought it was close because i get there so quick when i drive and i'm not an experienced walker like i lived in arizona i didn't walk <laughs> like if you've ever been to arizona you do not go outside and walk pretty much ever like at least a long distance i didn't at least it's so hot literally did not see the point of walking so I feel like my gauge of walking is so off because I thought this was just going to be a quick little hot girl walk. Well, I was walking for an hour and 30 minutes home in the heat and my phone died so I couldn't call an Uber and I was scared because Coco was obviously home and she was fine. Like we can leave her up to like four hours and it had only been an hour, but I was just like, coming up with random things in my head because I have freaking anxiety and I was like oh my god what if I get there and this and that but it was such a long walk home and the whole time I kept having this fight in my brain where I'd be like oh my god this is taking forever like there's this is just gonna be the worst day ever and then I'd be like no like it's okay like we're on a hot girl walk like this will be fun a lot of people walk for fun I live in California at least it has it's like nice ish weather a little bit of a breeze But I just kept having to shift my perspective because one, there was no way out of it. Literally, my phone was dead. Hunter was in LA, couldn't come pick me up. And I had to walk the rest of the way. So I wasn't going to just like dwell on it the entire way home. But shifting my perspective every now and again, when I would just be like, oh my God, this freaking sucks, um, just made me feel a lot better. And at the end of it, like, yeah, I was extremely tired and I was like, I'm not doing that ever again. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, that bad. It was just, like, an hour walk. (laughs) That took way longer than it's expected. But just shifting your perspective sometimes helps you see the silver lining and, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. So, sometimes you need that reminder. My last one, my final one, I just want to talk about how to take action and actually achieve the life that you want. Because... It's really hard, I feel like, when there's so much noise going around you and so many other people are succeeding, sometimes it's hard not to look inward and be like, when is it my turn? When do I get to succeed? Or am I succeeding? Is what I'm doing enough? And all I can say to this is take the steps that you need at the rate that you need them. And when you fully focus on you and your journey and what motivates you, what you need, all that outside noise either disappears or it becomes motivation. And I've always felt like when I start comparing that I succeed extremely less. 
But when I start looking to others for either help or motivation or inspiration, I succeed so much more. So not only take those little steps that you need, but also ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Sometimes we need help. Like we can't do everything alone. We're not made to do that. We need people and we need help and emotional support and physical support sometimes. So don't be afraid to reach out for help, whether that be mentally, talking to a therapist, a professional, physically, getting a trainer, going to workout classes, seeking like online training or YouTube videos with personal trainers, you know, like sometimes we need other people to achieve the goals that we want to achieve. Or even like I'm going to relate this to my own life and my work goals that I have right now because I want to achieve so much but I keep putting more on my plate that it seems like other things are falling down like last time I hung out with my friends someone was like Caitlin I do not know how you do it like sometimes I just sit there and think about how does she do it all and I was literally like well because I'm about to have a mental breakdown because I put so much on my plate and I'm trying to avoid that, obviously. Like, I take my own advice and I'm listening to what I have to say. So, for me, like, I need to reach out for help. I need to get different assistance for different things. I, you know, like, have ways that I could delegate my work to then succeed. You know, sometimes we need that reminder that other people can help us and want to help us. There's people out there that have our best interests in mind. So find those people and be your own biggest cheerleader, but accept the help from others too. So that's what I wanted to end today's episode off with. Just like a little way that you guys can actually achieve the life that you want. And my journal prompt this week is going to be, what is a reminder that you want to keep in mind all week this week? So what's something that you feel like you really need right now? Because it's easy to be like, oh, I want to remember this. I want to remember this. And then we don't take our own advice or the people's advice in the world that are telling us what to do that truly have our best interests at heart. We don't take it. So I challenge you to actually remind yourself of what you need this week and carry it with you the entire day. So if you need it at 12 o'clock, say it to yourself at 12 o'clock. If you constantly have to remind yourself because the opposite, the negative self-talk is coming in, don't get frustrated. It's okay. Just keep reminding yourself of whatever it is that you need. But that wraps up our podcast today. Again, thank you guys so much for a million downloads. I love you. I hope you guys have the best week and I will talk to you guys next Monday.